0: blaze radio network and now chewing the fat with
1: jeff fisher so if you're in burlington vermont south burlington winooski richmond california who doesn't love winooski vermont by the way this time of year and portland oregon and you're thinking to yourself hey what happened to my usain bolt e-bike where did it go it's just sitting there in a pile on the sidewalk i can't get it to go anywhere that's because the company just shut down and left no more bolt uh e-bike or e-scooter anywhere in those cities yeah we just shut it down sorry ah, we're just gonna leave them don't worry about it you guys figure out what to do with that junk okay nobody was riding them anyway does any seriously Seriously now, these companies have raised a lot of money in the last few years, a lot of money for their e-scooter e-bike business. I mean, one company, uh Bird announced that it was going to go public, 2.3 billion dollar valuation. You know what it's worth now? 135 million dollars. You know what it's really worth? About 10 bucks. Or whatever you can get for the recycling of the e-bikes and e-scooters, the uh, the scooter and bike rental company Hellbiz or Heelbiz, H E L B I Z. No, don't. I don't want to hear. It's not a morphophallus. Uh, debuted in the market last year. It's worth up. Uh, it's worth about fifty cents now. Fifty cents. I mean, Ninety-five percent drop. They're nothing. I wonder why that is. I wonder why. I, downtown Dallas, this show is from uh, Broadcast Live in Texas. And I know Dallas has those e-scooters and e-bikes because I've seen them in downtown before. And I actually saw one person riding it. I was amazed. And they had the councilman, right, or the mayor hit the kid that was on the e-scooter coming out of the parking lot. So there's that story. Other than that, it's the only two people I know that ride them. And it's only what's it's the surface of the sun in most of the country now you're not riding the e-bikes i mean you barely are outside so if you're looking for the uh bolt scooters and they're in that pile on the sidewalk and you're wondering hey how can i get that to work you can't and the cities are wondering what should we do with that pile of e-bikes and scooters i don't know what to tell you give them to the kids let the homeless people have them You can figure out how to turn them on. (laughs) Other than that, maybe you just, I don't know. Take them to the recycling point. Here you go, guys. Burn it up for some energy. I don't know what else to do. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so I got an email uh, at ChewingTheFat at TheBlaze.com. And you're welcome to send your correspondence to me. At your leisure, uh, chewing the fat at the dot and this email comes from Brendan, who says, "Firstly, I would like to thank you for all the entertainment and news that you bring to your audience. Well, you're welcome." Uh, goes on to say that he's from Topeka, Kansas, and I've been listening to the, your show daily since episode six six two. I mean. I'm sure you've gone back and listened to the other 662 Chewing the Fats as well, right? But he doesn't say that. And he's been doing his due diligence in advertising the show, too. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You follow the rules. If you're a subscriber, whenever somebody asks you what are you listening to, the answer is Chewing the Fat. I I know you're going to listen to other stuff. That's fine. But when asked, you see somebody with the headphones on and they say, hey, what are you listening to? chewing the fat with jeff fisher that's a basic answer he says uh my wife found this article picture in her pinterest feed and i'm a big fan of pinterest i mean i have a pinterest account i i, I have a, i have a couple of locked pinterest okay i don't know other people seeing them i think you know what i'm saying all right so uh and she, she showed it to me, and I thought you might enjoy it too because I laughed out loud. So I looked at the uh, little article. And it's like a newspaper or a magazine ad, and I, so I don't know how old it is because I don't think uh, I think we're all you know I'm swiping right or left. All right, these days I'm not going to the newspaper in the singles ad section. Okay, uh, singles in the singles ad section. Uh, I guess it appeared in the Atlanta Journal. Single black female seeks male companionship. Ethnicity not important. I'm a very good looking girl who loves to play. I love long walks in the woods, riding in your pickup truck, hunting, camping, fishing trips, cozy winter nights, lying by the fire. Candlelight dinners will have me eating out of your hand. When you get home from work, I'll be at the front door wearing only what nature gave me. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah, was me, not her. And uh, it's signed. They leave a phone number. Call. Ask for Daisy. I mean, I don't even know how old Daisy is now. I don't know when this was listed. I don't know if Daisy is around. But we're calling the number. We're going to go out and call Daisy. Okay? In this ad... The phone number is 404-555-1212. Okay. We are calling Daisy right now. Let's see if Daisy is still around. All right, let's see if Daisy is there.
0: Welcome to CenturyLink, what? formerly Level 3 Communications. Directory assistance. Oh, assistants. this is Daisy's number now? City and state.
1: I'm Daisy. That's who I want to talk to Daisy in Georgia.
0: Is this a business, government, or residential listing?
1: Residential. It might be a business. I don't know. Daisy might be working out of this. I don't know. Could be a business. Probably residential.
0: I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Is this a business, government, or residential listing?
1: Residential.
0: I'm sorry, but Uh I'm having trouble hearing you. Is this a business?
1: Residential!
0: Residential listing. Residential. I would be happy to help you with that. What listing are you calling for?
1: Daisy. 404-555-1212. Hold on.
0: I'm looking up your request.
1: What is going on with the phone? Let me transfer you you to an operator
0: who can assist you further. Please hold for an operator.
1: Why are we calling? How come we had to go through the operator? I never have to do that when dialing out on these phones. I don't understand. What is happening? Don't look at me and shake your head like you don't know what's going on. What is happening? Do they even have operators anymore? My mother was a phone operator for a, like 50 years for Michigan Bell. Bell Telephone. What city, please? I can still remember the headsets and all the the plugs and stuff she used to work on. I used to go there all the time. See, they don't. They don't even have operators anymore. I'm going to get somebody in Panama. <laughs> I can feel it. Last time I talked to an opera, someone from a help center for Sprint was in Panama. She was great. She was really nice. During the lockdown, she could only go out once a week to get food. It's agonizing. Oh. Daisy, Georgia? No. Yeah, I want to speak to Daisy in Georgia. Okay, this phone number 404 oh, 555. my Swiss. What city in Georgia? I, I'm guessing Atlanta. I don't know. Atlanta. No. Moment. But I have a okay, phone number. I, I don't BB know gun. why. I, I have a phone number. I don't know why we ended up with you. But the phone number is two one two. One two one two. Right.
0: 555 four zero four five 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 one two one two.
1: That's correct. And it's for. I'm looking for a Daisy.
0: Daisy. One moment, please.
1: Not the BB gun. Not the human.
0: I'm sorry, but there is no listing found for the number 404 Is there anything else we, I can help you been, with?
1: We've been lied to. No, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. You've been very kind.
0: Thank you. Have,
1: Have a nice day. You too. We've been lied to. This whole thing has been a ruse. It's not even real. I am so angry right now. Not really, but I really wanted to talk to Daisy. <laughs> Damn it. No, Daisy, or not. That's good stuff. So as of this recording, I'm still a little angry over Daisy, to be honest with you. I really wanted to talk to Daisy and see if she was still available, but I guess not. Um, As of this morning, Paul Pelosi is going to be arraigned for his DUI uh, in San Francisco. So I don't know the outcome. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, on what the outcome was, what he's going to be. He's going to be fined, get his hand slapped. He's going to have to pay for the medical care of the guy in the Jeep because it was, according to the reports, it was a major collision. I'm sorry, major collision damage in the crash on the 28th of May. Uh, And uh, Pelosi was in his driver's seat in his damaged car near that intersection. And the other guy... John Doe uh, was out of his vehicle, out of the Jeep, leaning up against his car, and he said, everything's fine, and uh, they asked Paul for his driver's license. Paul gives him uh, the driver's license and his 1199 foundation card, his way of saying, hey, uh, I donate a lot of money to scholarships for the California Highway Patrol's children, so let me go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, without saying anything just give him the 1199 card just i'm not gonna say that i'm giving you a bunch of cash but you know it's happening okay and this still didn't work so he has signs of impairment and of course we're talking about nancy's husband paul pelosi they've been married for a thousand years now and she, i believe that he was coming back from the girlfriend's house she was on the she was on the east coast doing something on the east coast long gone and he was out at some friend's house coming home dr- uh-huh, okay, I mean, if you were married to Nancy, hello, so uh, he had slurred speech, strong odor of alcohol beverage. you know that sounds like you know i don't I'm not saying that the guy wasn't drunk. he blew a point zero eight two, which is I don't know a couple of drinks, two or three drinks, maybe, depending on weight. And Paul's, you know, I don't know what Paul pulls ways. I've seen the pictures of him on the beach with Nancy. Pretty hot, actually. Uh, He was, uh, uh, Nancy I'm talking about. Uh, So he's probably, what, a couple hundred pounds, maybe 180 pounds, something like that. So that's like two or three drinks. Blowing a 180. It's not too bad. Drunk driving is drunk driving, Jeff. I know. I know, and I don't recommend it. And they also say that he had drug in his system. Oh. All right, no problem. And they were both fine. They both declined medical treatment on the scene, which is a mistake. Never decline medical treatment on an accident because you want to have the paperwork, man. You got to have that paperwork. Because now the guy, John Doe, realized, oh, that's Paul Pelosi, Mr. Billionaire, Mr. Multimillionaire. He's worth a lot of money. And plus his wife is the Speaker of the House uh, Congresswoman. Uh, yeah oh oh uh my upper right arm uh and uh my shoulder and my neck since the crash oh i've been getting these headaches and uh i can't lift things with my right arm shut up i mean come on you know, i mean i would probably try the same thing to be honest but you can't i mean you're a little late to the party okay so we'll see uh of course pelosi's attorney talks about uh, the drug reference being uh, a statutory boilerplate language. Hey, I put that in everybody's DUI. Which, I mean, it's probably true. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure that he'll pay the fine. He'll have the, buy the guy the new Jeep. Pay for his medical bills. Have to go to a DUI school. Promise he'll never drive drunk again. Be on probation for a couple of years and that'll be the end of it and we'll you know i'm sure that's probably what's going to happen but we shall see it's interesting though just remember this is a good this is a rule of fat right here uh if you're in an accident i don't want you to be hurt i don't but if there's a possibility you always ask for medical attention right then so that you have the the paper trail because I, I mean, we were rear-ended ones. Rear-ended, darn near killed them, yeah. Uh, and we everything was fine. I remember I could still see. I was up to the red light. I could still see in the rear-view mirror. I could see it in my, in my mind's eye. I could see that car coming up and going, that guy is going way too fast. And I can see my, my oldest son was just a little kid in a car seat then in the middle. I could still see his car seat. Screaming up you know pull up away from the car seat I mean, it did what it was supposed to do right I mean it saved everybody's life, but my wife was in the the rider's seat, and uh we didn't get medical attention mistake because she paid for that with uh you know serious neck damage after i mean it was it was a nightmare getting things to get taken care of insurance wise from all the people in the accident because you know like i got hit if i remember that right now it's all coming back to me now it's just starting to tick me off because if i remember right this guy hit me in the in the in the rear of my car by four-door ozmobile i love that car and uh eight thousand dollars i paid for that car used you could you can't find that car in today's world anyway and so but because i hit the guy in front of me then that's my fault all right? so i get hit But I wasn't parked far enough away. I am supposed to park, I guess, eight miles back at the red light. I am pretty sure that's what happened. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember. I just remember fighting the insurance company over trying to get my wife help for a bad neck. Anyway, file the paperwork. All from Paul Pelosi being drunk. I'll stop now. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, my gosh. Mm. So good. All right, as long as I've got you in the break room, uh, I want to tell you about, uh, I like knowing exactly where my meat comes from. That's a fact. And you can quote me on that. And with Moink, that place is from small family farms all across the country. You can help the family farm and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the moink movement today moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb pastured pork and chicken and sustainable wild-caught alaskan salmon straight to your door moinks here that's what they need on their box because i look forward to them delivering it to my house every time i have an order coming it's awesome moink farmers farm like your grandparents did. And as a result, moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. The moink difference is a difference you can taste. You can feel good knowing you're helping family farms stay financially independent as well. You choose the meat delivered in every box, like ribeyes, to chicken breasts, to pork chops, to salmon fillets, and so much more. Plus, you can cancel at any time. Shark Tank host. Kevin O'Leary, called Moink's Bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted. And I gotta tell you something. Uh, I agree. Hear the sound right here? That is Moink's Bacon being cooked in my kitchen. I'm telling you what. It is awesome. Uh, I am in love with Moink's Bacon. In fact, I wish I was having some right now. I wish I was having that bacon i mean there's nothing i'm upstairs and i i smell that bacon being cooked oh it's just it's awesome and uh kevin o'leary is right it's the best bacon ever ring doorbell founder jamie simonoff jumped at the chance to invest in moink uh keep america farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash jeffy right now and listeners to this show get free filet mignon in every order for a year It's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, but it's for a limited time. So you need to go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Jeffy. I will say this, that uh, the guarantee that Moink has, uh, oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got moinked. When you open up that front door, and there's that box of moink meat, waiting for you to take it inside and open it up <laughs> once you open it up you will say oink oink i'm just so happy i got moinked moink moinkboxcom slash jeffy right now sign up now you get the a year of filet mignon uh, m-o-i-n-k slash jeffy moinkboxcom slash jeffy So yesterday was a day of celebration for many, and I I didn't mention it on the show because I kind of wanted to keep it to myself. Uh, National Boob Day. And uh, what a celebration we had for National Boob Day. But I see my friends, uh, you know them, you love them, over at PETA, uh, were criticized. I mean, if you're going to celebrate National Boob Day, okay, I'm all right with you celebrating. But they had uh, tweeted out, are you drinking from a cow's boobs of this National Boob Day? And they had the guy, you know, underneath the cow, sucking on the cow teat, and uh, you know the cow is looking mean, of course, because PETA believes that all animals look mean at humans. Um, and now that we have your attention, the dairy industry doesn't want you to watch this, but cows are literally dying for you to see it. Ditch dairy now i can watch this video but it says the following media includes potentially sensitive content i just want to be clear that anytime twitter or instagram tells me or facebook sorry meta uh the following media includes potentially sensitive content i'm clicking on it that doesn't make me not watch something all right that makes me watch something I'm not going to oh my gosh it's sensitive content no I don't want to watch that so let's see what it says here uh what it has it's got a video of let's see this baby was torn away from her mother oh no sad baby cows torn away from his mother and was just shaking oh no oh no oh no and this cow was trapped in quicksand yeah until the farmer came got it out of there The farmer doesn't want it (laughs) oh no this cow had an infected hoof that's a problem i mean the farmer should be taking care of that there's no doubt about that but i mean i was raised i was raised uh, i grew up throwing cow patties you know my brother and i and my friend across the way across the field dairy farm we would throw i can remember coming back across the field i probably told the story not long ago because i was talking about coming out of the the cornfield i remember and now you know the cornfield that fed the cows um coming home with cow poop all over me and my mom saying freeze right there mister all the clothes off in the yard, getting hosed off right there. That is not, you are not coming in the house like that. That is not happening. (laughs) Freeze right there, mister. That was it. They're not doing that. So anyway, PETA cares. PETA cares as they celebrate National Boob Day. I hope you had a, I hope you had a very special celebration for National Boob Day. And if you didn't know that the 2nd of August was National Boob Day. Put it on your calendar and you can celebrate. Now, you know, any day could be boob day, just so you know. You don't have to actually celebrate on the national particular day. You can celebrate it any day. So just saying you can. You know, I see the pictures that PETA puts out of, you know, the harming of the animals. But nobody wants that. Nobody wants the farmers to harm their animals or the evil farmers, but it doesn't stop me from going, Oh, those darn farmers are treating those cows so bad. I don't want to eat steak anymore. No, I do. I do. I do I do I want you to be mean to the animals? No. But they're animals. Humans first that's a theme here on chewing the fat humans first you know i talked about the the monkeys in japan the gang of monkeys okay now they killed the head they killed the gang leader or at least they killed one of the gang members all right so the uh the monkeys are still attacking people in japan these swarms of monkeys they brought in special a special crew of investigators and shooters to hunt down these monkeys it's incredible that it's still going on i can't believe it they're under they're under attack in japan by monkeys they're trying to snatch babies they're biting they're clawing uh no humans first uh is that one of them right there yes is that a monkey yes thank you goodbye hello to monkey uh is that is that is that another one over there thank you now the first one that they got they tranquilized it and then they i told you they tranquilized it they took it away they looked for the tats they got the gang tats on the monkey they said yep he's in the gang and then they shot it i'm sorry they didn't shoot it. they put him down it was reported they put him down i'm sure that they didn't have the guts just to shoot him right then and i know we're not supposed to kill primates i get it but if they're attacking humans um yeah sorry you're going down humans first then i see another story about uh monkeys in thailand are starting to cause havoc remember we talked about the monkeys going crazy because there were no tourists right during the during uh COVID. so now people are starting to come back and the monkeys have all been you know have had this time alone and are over there you know (sighs) And people got some food they got some drinks and we're gonna take that That, that's ours (sighs) uh no they're attacking people (laughs) uh no that's why you have to travel uh if you're gonna go somewhere where it's possible that there are monkeys that are going to attack humans, bring your weapon. Because when the monkey starts attacking, you're going down. And I would say, I would say, bring a gun that you don't have to even cock. All right, just bring the gun that you look at the monkey and go. Yeah, you're going down. Don't take the time to cock that thing. You want, you want the automatic? Not the automatic weapon, man. I'm serious, man. Is that monkey trying to grab my kid? Goodbye. Have a nice day. And that'll stop the other ones too. A couple of the other little monkeys will go, Whoa. I'm going to sit back here and smoke my cigarette and let these people go on by. (laughs) The humans first. They tell you when confronted by a monkey. Do not look them in the eye. Make yourself look as big as possible, such as by spreading open your coat, then back away as quietly as possible without making sudden moves. Um, no? Uh, here we go. Are those a couple of monkeys right there and I'm walking down the street? First of all, I don't need to make myself as big as possible because I, I am as big as possible. Second, uh, monkeys... Th- I don't need to make myself big. I'm not backing away. I'm not changing where I'm going. No, I want to go there. I'm the human. I would like to go see that store. Are those monkeys t- trying to stop me from going to that store? Anyone else? Any other monkeys around? That's what I thought. I'm going to the store. <laughs> Uh, Somebody needs to clean this up, too. I don't want to have to walk by here again. Okay, who died today? Who died today? First, Batgirl, the movie dead i know they spent 90 million on this 90 million bucks and uh they had budgeted 80 million and it ended up costing him another 10 million because of covid protocols so you know they were all ready to go it's been shot it's all good to go you know and ah, we're not going to do that oh yeah uh warner brothers we're not going to be releasing uh bad girl uh yeah, we. I know we completed the filming, but you know, we're just not going to do it. Listen, the decision not to release Bad Girl reflects our leadership's strategic shift as it relates to the DC Universe and HBO Max. Oh, Leslie Grace is an incredibly talented actor, and this decision is not a reflection on her performance. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I got news for you. Yeah, it is. So uh, we are incredibly grateful to the filmmakers of Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Haunt and their perspective. This is another. Oh, I didn't realize they pulled the plug on two of them. So now you're not going to get Batgirl or Scoob Holiday Haunt. The white belt. wiped the to wipe away my tears. We're We're grateful. We're grateful to these filmmakers and their respective casts, and we hope to collaborate with everyone again in the near future. Do ya? <laughs> do ya? Okay. And maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they got down they just they looked at the final cut to Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Haunt and they thought, you know what? Nope. Not gonna do it. Well, we already spent 90 million. Yeah. So what? We bite the bullet on this, my friends. All right? Uh, We don't want people to see it. We'll just put it in the can. In fact, burn it. Burn it. We'll just lose this money. It's just gone. Everybody got paid. We're done. I don't want people to see this god-awful thing. Now, maybe not. Maybe we could be fortunate enough in a couple years that HBO Max says, you know, we've got Scoob Holiday Haunt in the closet. We could just bring that out and release that. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about that. I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, uh, Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Haunt dead from HBO Max. Also, Vin Scully, legendary broadcaster. Vin Scully, voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers for a million years. He was the only person ever to be the broadcaster of the Los Angeles Dodgers for a million years. All right, so it was like, I don't know, 60-some years. It was a long time. Vin Scully, legend, 94, passed away. Rest in peace, Vin. And I wondered, I knew, I kept getting people sending me Vin Scully clips last night. And I'm like, oh, no. Why do people care about Vin Scully clips all of a sudden? Because, it has to be because uh, it's over. He left us. It's gone. Now, it says, I don't think it said it said why, what the cause of death was. It was just, he was with his family, of course, and uh, we loved him, and he got the presidential of freedom, died at his home in Hidden Hills, survived by five children, six grand-grandchildren. Yeah, it doesn't say, it was just everybody who's around him. But it did, I will say that one clip that was sent to me uh, by Vin uh, was pretty incredible socialism failing to work as it always does right. this time in Venezuela. You talk about giving everybody something free and all of a sudden there's no food to eat and who do you think is the richest person in Venezuela? The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. Anyway. anyway 0-2. Anyway, 0-2. We're between pitches. Anyway, 0-2. That I love. That's baseball, man. We're between pitches. We gotta fill some time. Yeah. Venezuela sucks. Socialism sucks. Anyway, the richest the richest person in Venezuela. Yeah, the daughter of Hugo Chagos. Anyway, 0 oh and 2. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's America right there, my friends. That's a Vince Scully, American. Dead. The age of 94. Anyway. Owen oh 2. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't know. Anyway. 0 oh and 2. In the middle of the pitches we're in a smack dab in the middle It's not even the inning break he's just in between pitches anyway 0-2 let me tell you about let me tell you about uh, let me tell you about Gatorade they're sponsoring this pitch right here I love that that's baseball announcing right there so we have uh, thankfully thankfully the final witch Elizabeth Johnson Jr. Sentenced to death in 1693 for witchcraft. She's been exonerated. I'm sure she feels much better about it. She's happy. We've exonerated her. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Never mind that we killed her back in 1693 for being a witch. Ah, you know what? She probably wasn't. Oh, really? Yeah. So I guess there was a middle school teacher... Uh, spent years lobbying for her acquittal with her students I guess it gave the kids something to do try to acquit the witch um, I hope we, we you know, figured out why they thought she was a witch and most of them weren't witches I know so uh, they finally cleared the old non witch's name part of a 53 billion dollar state budget plan oh that was just involved in the budget I got gotcha. you so it was in the budget you know what we're going to clear the witches names too okay good thank you governor appreciate it so uh she was uh, the victim of a witch hunt oh okay uh, she also disappointed that she couldn't share the moment with her students who are currently on summer vacation i'm sure i'm sure it'll be okay they'll understand we did it we did it you'll be able to have a big witchcraft celebration when you come back yay yay so she was the only non-witch left in the books that needed exonerations from and after descendants so some of the descendants probably my great 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 aunt Was killed for being a witch. And now she's been exonerated. So put that in your cauldron. And I see, speaking of trials, where we've decided that uh, we know the dates now that uh, they're going to, uh, Elon's going to be in front of the judge with Twitter uh, in uh, Delaware, the Delaware Court of Chancery, uh, October 17th through the 21st. Uh, they're going to be there. The two will have an expedited trial focused on whether the billionaire's termination of his agreement to acquire Twitter was justifiable. So does that mean if the judge says, oh, it wasn't justifiable, you have to pay them $44 billion and it's yours? I mean, were the judges going to tell him what he can do without his, with his money, what he can't do with his money? Okay. Or does he just say, you know, it really wasn't justified. You guys need to work out a better deal uh it seems to may and i think didn't they i thought it was reported that they had a deal where if if it wasn't if they either one pulled out they had to pay like i don't know one or two million or something <laughs> i spit on a million dollars all right i'm worth 200 billion dollars here take that with you and get out of here all right <laughs> get yourself get yourself a little something on the way out too okay <laughs> I need a little walking around money, Elon. Here's a million. Get out of here. All right. Uh, I've got like 80 kids and uh, I've got rocket ships in Texas. I've got rocket ships in Florida. I got car companies all over the world. I spit on your million dollars. Okay, here you go, Twitter. So we'll see what happens if uh, Elon is going to take over Twitter. Twitter's definitely uh, back to being Twitter these days. Uh, when it was when it was uh, looking like Elon was going to take it over, they definitely uh, stopped being Twitter, what we know of as Twitter. And uh, then when Elon said no, no more, they went back to being Twitter for sure. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, you know what I mean. They were you know banning people and putting div- different posts again. If you tell me I this is an offensive tweet, I'm looking at it all right don't tell me that i'm looking at it and anyway, i so remember the story we did on his dad uh, What a what a terrible person he was and how the dad was uh the the father of a couple of kids from his stepdaughter and oh yeah oh yeah we brought the got rid of the old hag wife and brought in the stepdaughter we adopted and we took care of a little business and He's got a couple of kids with her, and so Elon was saying what a terrible person his dad was, and he hates him, and he's such a he's such an evil guy. And uh, so remember the pictures of Elon uh, on vacation. He was on the ship, and everybody was making fun of his weight and say that he he had put on weight. And I mean, who among us? First of all, I mean we all we all can't be Brad Pitt wearing skirts. And having our calves tattooed. Okay, I got it. So but the dad was like, uh, oh I ought to take some diet pills and lose some weight. His dad's been hollering at him being a fat kid. I mean, no wonder they don't like each other. His whole life. I mean the kid is like told that his dad told him he was worthless his whole life. he's uh, uh, been eating badly. <laughs> take some weight loss pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome so I love you too dad take care you evil bastard anyway oh and two it's my it's my honor of Vince Scully today you know, it's no matter what from now on the rest of the day and someone says something to me I'm just gonna go anyway oh and two that's my work So I was looking at these stories uh, yesterday. BuzzFeed put out this list of uh, people talking about their real jobs. You know, they were upset of revealing secrets from their jobs uh, that more people should know. And some of these get very dark. So it was almost, you know, it was a clickbaitish kind of story, but I didn't have to click on pictures. It was all one story, so I'm okay. Uh, as long as I'm scrolling through it, that's fine. You got me on time, though. You got you got me on time on your website on your screen. All right. But I'm not clicking eighty five pictures. We've been through that. And then still remember it still should be illegal too, by the way, that if you have a clickbait picture of someone and they say, Look what they look like now and I don't get to it by picture ten, I'm I'm done with you. Okay? I'm done with you. I don't want to get that one I the one it took me like sixty or seventy before I finally got to The picture that was the one that made me click on it, that should be illegal. They should shut down the website completely because of that. I want everybody, I don't want people to lose their jobs, but I do want the place shut down. (laughs) So if it costs them their jobs, darn the luck. Oh, well. So uh, I worked in, fore- this one, Anonymous in Florida. I worked in forensics for years. People think it's really cool because of shows like CSI and NCIS. But it's really a lot of gross scenes and burglaries and not many homicides. We don't interview suspects. We don't have guns. We work a scene for a few hours or a few days, and then we go home exhausted and filthy. We're highly educated and trained in what we do, but we can still get pushed around by detectives who want scenes worked their way, not the right way. It's nowhere near as glamorous as the shows make it seem. And we definitely don't wear heels. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, your job isn't like it's portrayed on an entertainment television show? Get out of here. I won't hear of it. I work in a grocery store we have nev- we never have more in the back well what kind of dump do you work at uh, ever if we had it I guarantee you we'd have it on the shelf if you ask an employee if they have more of something in back stock and they will walk to the back room and just stand there for three minutes <laughs> maybe longer if you give us attitude <laughs> now I will say Having worked in the grocery business for many years, uh, we, there was always back stock, but the, you try to have the least amount of, of back stock in the back. You do want people to buy it, but there are times when you have sale items and you have a lot of extra stuff. I mean, stores like to buy big products that they sell a lot of on sale so that when it goes off sale, they put it back to regular price and they make that money. All right, so in today's world, they, they, they probably jip you out of that. I think we've talked about it before where if you buy, let's say, for example, I bought 10 cases at 2 bucks a case, and then tomorrow the sale goes off uh, that I'm selling the, selling the sodas at, and it goes back up to 4 bucks a case. Well, I've made the difference, right, on those cases that I have left. But I, in today's world, they probably – redo that oh you have eight left well those will go back up to four dollars now not two dollars so you're making the same amount as always that's what they do to gas stations uh that's how gas stations you know they don't with their margins like if you have gas at you know a hundred dollars a gallon and it goes up to uh and you bought a bunch at a hundred dollars a gallon and it goes up to two hundred dollars a gallon you don't get to make that, that extra money you're making isn't yours. The company says, oh, yeah, well, you still have 50 gallons in there, so they make up the difference on you. Anyway, but they do. Sometimes There are there is stuff in the back. But I, I will say I have done that before, knowing that we don't have product in the back. Yeah, let me go check and just go to the back room, fire up a smoke, catch a couple of hits off the smoke. That's back when you could... You know, sneak a smoke in the back of a grocery store can't do that anymore, man. They they shoot you dead. They shoot you dead. bodies roll out of the back of grocery stores. When you see bodies rolling out of the back of grocery stores, yeah, that was somebody trying to sneak sneak a smoke in the back of the stores. Plus, the Walmart stores have really small back stock areas. I mean, they are a lot of times are really jam packed, especially when they get trucks and stuff. When I when I worked for uh, uh, when I was <laughs> when I worked for Nabisco for a short period. Uh, you know that was my i had I had a couple Walmarts and a couple targets, and you order the nabisco you set up displays and then the shipment comes and you get there, put the product out on the shelves and the displays and uh they want you there on the day the shipment comes, man they don't want that stuff sitting around in the back collecting you know there's I want none of that stuff in the back bro well, none of it, which is why when you have damaged product, especially when you work for nabisco, you take it with you you don't know, leave it there for someone to pick up <laughs> that would be silly, oops is that box of oreos smashed darn the luck i'll just have to take that with me (laughs) i work at a home improvement place as a summer job this is hey this is from hey it's madness Uh, i work at a home improvement place as a summer job and the amount of times i have gotten hit on by creepy old men is ridiculous They think very low of you, yet ask you why you don't have a boyfriend and how they could fix it. They like to ask me my age a lot, too. It can be a fun job at times, but the certain men that are extremely sexist and creepy and just plain rude make me thankful it's only a summer job. Well, first of all, first of all, uh, I'm not real sure why they think very low of you. If they're asking you, hey— how old are you? Because I want to make sure you're an adult. I mean, hello, that's not creepy. That's just trying to follow the law. Yeah, if they're underage. You got to leave them be. <laughs> 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 I mean, if you're hitting on chicks that are working at Home Home Depot, uh, bro, come on now. The girls, <laughs> how you doing? <coughs> Oh, yeah, excuse me, hey, do you know where the screws are? Hey, hey, little girl, you know where I can find the hammers? Uh, you guys sell any bedding around here? Oh, yeah. Nothing I like. All right, stop. I mean, at Home Depot, well, why not? Why not? You know, let's take a shot. I get it. You're at Home Depot, it's the only time you get away from the wife. Why not take a shot? Hey, I like a girl with a work belt on. Oh, yeah. All right, stop. All right, stop. I'm currently working as a student in Balmer. Man, who doesn't want that gig? This uh from uh, 32 New York. I'm currently working as a student embalmer it's amazing how many people ask me what we do with the man part of men we have in the prep room really? if you want to know what do you think they do if, you, if you're an embalmer and you're embalming people aren't, you supposed to, aren't they supposed to be intact I mean that's the deal right we do not cut the man parts off Wow! why would that even be a thing thank you Why would that be a thing? Well, I mean, I can understand why that would be a thing, but I mean, that's something you just don't talk about. That's black market stuff, and you just do. Right? You just, (laughs) hey, uh, I'll meet you in the back. All right. How many man parts you got for me today? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that was too small. I don't need that one. Send that one back. Uh, the people I work with are extremely professional, and there's a level of care and respect that goes into the job. Oh, thank you, thank you, Inbalmer student. Man, what kind of? You know, there's got to be a better gig out there as a student, right? What do you, I guess if you wanted to be a funeral director, or wanted to work for NCIS or <laughs> CIS, you know, yeah, you know, CSI, right? not CIS, CSI, yeah. That man I mean, that show first came out, never mind ncis still going strong though except that it's over with now because mark Harmon gave it up they're coming back for another season and stuff and mark is still a part of it but he's not on the shows and you know i I like a lot of the characters but without without gibbs man hello ncis i've been a teacher for 30 years trying to continue for a few more years this is from 54 texas uh, things were bad but manageable before the pandemic, but now everyone is burnt out. Teachers are leaving left and right, and everyone else is finding an exit strategy. Everyone who leaves makes more money with less stress. More is piled on our plate with little support. Some are at least lucky to have good principles. <sighs> the only thing keeping us are the kids. Most of them want to learn, but they are behind. It becomes harder to motivate them. Sometimes parents are allies, but you're mostly on your own. I could probably retire and then drive people to the airport half time. (laughs) Make more than I do now with half the time. you can become an Uber driver. There you go. So you need a little. I mean, seriously, get to your therapist. Get some help. It'll be okay. All right. You're you're not going to be happy because you know what's going to happen. 54 Texas. Hey, I just want to get to the airport, lady. Shut up. I don't care that you used to be a teacher, okay? I don't care. Just drive me to the airport. (laughs) Oh, I've been a this from 48 New Mexico. I've been a mammography x ray technologist for 25 years. There have always been rude patients, but it seems to be much worse over the last three years. For some reason, people think they can be as rude as they want to be. And we're just supposed to smile and take it. I've been cussed out using the F word, been called terrible names. I have a clipboard thrown at me. Oh, no. Oh, no, honey. So you're using your machine and squeezing females' breasts as hard as they possibly can. And you're upset that these women are upset? Okay. All right. I don't think anybody's getting mad at you just for the x-ray. I could be wrong, though. I mean, maybe, maybe you ought to nice and up a little bit. Okay? Just nice and up just a little bit. I'm an airport customer service agent. Your office is 2 million square feet, and you're void of any micromanaging, and you're supplied with a constant flow of new friends and staff. Many people get trapped in these roles. as what we call the golden handcuffs because of the flight benefits, like round trip to London, from canada was 78 bucks you just pay the tax on flights the job itself is taxing as you work wild shifts the airport is 24 7 i I don't think the airport is 24 7 anymore uh maybe some of the maybe some of the workers are working 24 7 but uh you know i don't see a lot of flights at night anymore i mean only the delivery flights i mean ups and fedex and amazon but uh, the other the other uh landing strips (laughs) those are shut down man anyway uh it's a ton of fun each day is totally unique i have many great stories of interacting with people at the airport and the majority of them come from being outrageously upset or having poor judgment (laughs) Uh, that's so great that's so nice i'm glad you taste i mean it's good that you love your job but uh i've dealt with a few of the people who work at the airports and uh it uh i can understand I can understand being frustrated with them because I have been uh, frustrated with them. And I'll leave you with uh, this from 55 Washington. A paralegal does 98% of the lawyer's job. Most lawyers are narcissists who only love is counting how much money they make. They have no sympathy for their clients. It's all an act. Paralegals have their clients' best interests at heart and form real bonds with their clients. Oh, uh, here's an idea, paralegal. Why don't you just become a lawyer then? Uh, if you hate them so much. Oh, you can't become what you hate. Okay. Uh, so is the the paralegal joke the same as the lawyer joke? <laughs> hey, what do you call a paralegal at the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> a good start oh wait you mean paralegals are not assistants they're long-term certified professionals i'm supposed to be nice to them when uh, working with attorneys because they control everything and they could just take everything that's going good on your lawsuit case okay sorry just a joke just a joke <laughs>